It's a giant Nintendo news week. Pikmin 4 releases this Friday. We have every single bit of news from pre-order bonuses to new products to updates to get you ready for the game. The Nintendo Switch 2 is still in the talks. There's a problem with that and I'll discuss it all. There's Pokemon news, Splatoon news, changes to the future of Nintendo's handheld systems. Let's break it all down. Nintendo fans are in attendance. The Mario Matter fans are in attendance. We have everybody gathered here today to discuss Nintendo news. Welcome back to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo news podcast, episode number 47, where we dive into every single bit of news. And if you'll take a look at me, audio-only listeners hate me right now. I am wearing a red Pikmin jacket. Guess what? It is Pikmin week. It is Wednesday as of posting. Pikmin 4, the game that we've waited over 10 years for, is releasing this Friday, July 21st. Get your switches ready. Get your wallets ready. Get everything ready. Go and buy a prepaid eShop Pikmin 4 gift card. It's going down. Anyways, so much news here. The big topic is Pikmin 4. I want to talk about some Switch 2 stuff because you guys seem to love that. We have so much Pokemon news. We have, I mean, really everything from Splatoon to random pre-order bonuses to just a lot of stuff. But I would put some emphasis on Pokemon stuff for today. There is a lot of it. And before we begin, guys, one last bit of housekeeping here. During the introduction of the podcast... I will say, this is the latest podcast we've ever done. It is 12.51 a.m. Yes, I am listening to Dirty Soda by Juice World and Polo G. Um, it's 12.51 a.m. Did I say p.m.? I meant a.m. That kind of shows the time. I can't even get it right. Um, I did something earlier, like right when I ended my stream. If you didn't know, I did a live stream today. Um, what do you say yesterday? You know, July 17th. And... I, like, went to go sit down, and I felt like a cut in my throat for some reason, like a random, like a throat injury, and so I'm like, okay, if I lose my voice tomorrow, I'm gonna not like myself to the next day if I didn't record this when I had a voice to record it with, because I'm not gonna come on here going like, hi guys, it's, it's me, I lost my voice, like, I'm not doing that, right, so I'm here while I can, if I lose my voice... Uh, when I edit this, I'll put it on screen. Uh, if you see nothing on screen, I didn't lose my voice. Uh, I might still leave a note there like, hey guys, I didn't lose it. I probably won't, but like, you can't be too safe. Anyways, Pikmin jacket will stay on uh, for the stream uh, for the podcast as long as I'm not way too hot. So let's go ahead. Let's jump into what you want to hear about the big boy Nintendo news. Let's go. But yeah, we are not taking our foot off the energy gas pedal. I mean, although it's 12.51, probably 12.52 right now. And I, you know, maybe I'm going to wake up everyone in the house here. You know, who really cares? So now we are on the headline segment. Now, this is where we dive into all of the Nintendo news. So we have this segment right here where we're diving into updates for games and some mini things. Then we have two segments later on, one deep diving into Pikmin, and then the other deep diving into Switch 2 talk. And then we have one more segment at the end of all of that, where I answer your questions that you have asked me on YouTube and Discord. So with that said, let's get to our headline segment. So we go through the news from the past seven days, 
as of posting, it is July 19th. So July 19th minus 7 is July 12th. These headphones are very, very itchy. Let's uh, do a little readjustment there. Anyways, guys, July 12th news. Can you guess what it is? You probably can't. I didn't expect it. You didn't expect it. It's just a very, very weird piece of news on July 12th. We have one little piece. And guess what game got an update? I'll give you a hint. It's a very small update. And it was updated to version 1.0.2. So that means it barely gets any updates. Can you guess what it is? I don't know that you can. But it is Game Builder Garage. The... Uh, technical Mario Maker, where you make your game and you program it up. I actually own this game. I got it for Christmas, I believe, two years ago. And uh, I'll be honest, haven't really even touched it. So, it's just not my game, but I was like, you know, I'm a collector. Not really, but kind of. So, I, like, I'm gonna keep it. So, I do still have Game Builder Garage, but it's been updated. And can you guess what the update is? As I said, it is very, very minimal. Here is what was changed. Quote, several issues have been addressed to improve the gameplay experience. Now, sometimes when updates say that, we can get further info from a Twitter leaker who will dive into this kind of stuff. No one's diving into Game Builder Garage. Like, we don't know what the heck changed. It's safe to assume maybe some online features were patched up, if there is online. Is there even online? I haven't played it. I don't know. Uh, but that's sometimes it, that sometimes is what they like to mess around with when they do these, like no info updates they sometimes like to touch around with online stuff could be just some general bugs that they've been meaning to fix for a while i mean it could be so many different things in terms of what the heck they fixed but they fixed something it's always good news and yeah that is game builder garage version 1.0.2 for you so comment down below or you know respond to the spotify q a however you can let me know do you own Game Builder Garage? Because it's not the best-selling Switch game, like, of all time, obviously. And I just, like, I have not heard it its name be spoken in, like, the last year or so. Apart from now, honestly, like, it's it's pretty, you know, I, I, I'll say. It, it was hyped up, and then it kind of, like, went down and down and never back up again. But it's out there. Then, guys, July 13th. I'll be honest with you. July 13th was a hard day for news. I have searched and I have scrubbed. There was one piece of news for July 13th, but guess what? It's Pikmin news, so we moved it to the next segment later on in the podcast. So, we'll get to that. It's pretty big news. I wouldn't say big. It's pretty good, cool-looking news. So, I'll get to that once we get to the Pikmin segment. But, what's after July 13th? Well, of course, July 13th and a half, which would be... July 14th. So, July 14th news, guys. What the heck was going down that day? Well, we actually have so much news that happened on July 14th that it makes up for July 13th. So, let's go ahead. Let's jump in. Beginning with some Splatoon news here. We have, beginning, Splatoon 3 Switch Online Icons Wave Number 3 is available now until July 21st, which is the day Pikmin 4 comes out this Friday Go and pre-order that great game. Anyways, so there have been many Splatoon 3 icons for Switch Online, but these are the cartoon-styled icons that have been available for the past few weeks. Wave 3 is now out. You can go and get them, and they will once again be gone this Friday. I like a lot of these ones. I actually went and bought, I think, nearly all of the Wave 2, uh, wave two cartoon icons for Splatoon 3. 
for this one, out of the ones that the, that that they show in this promo picture, I'll, I mean, I'm probably gonna buy them all again. Like it's so cool. Like like they're all holding weapons. They're cartoony. One's got the bow. I mean, it's sick. Now they're only. 10 platinum points each for each individual icon. Backgrounds and frames and that kind of stuff will cost you 5 platinum points each. It's very, very affordable if you have Switch Online. I just don't really understand why you wouldn't do it unless you, I guess, don't have Switch Online. So, Wave 3 is out. Check it out. It's looking good. And it's, I would say, some of my more favorite Switch Online icons that, that are out there. My favorites by far are the Animal Crossing ones, but like, if, like this is a pretty close second. You know, Splatoon 3 icons are great. Uh, Pikmin, Pikmin icons are very, very good as well. So, check them all out. Very good. Then we have another piece of Splatoon news that you honestly might have been waiting for ever since the game was officially revealed in terms of like the entire characters and everything not announced but like revealed in the Splatoon Direct that took place last year you might have been hoping for some news like this and my friends we have got it for you this Pikmin jacket is getting hot we might have to remove it soon I'm gonna try to keep it on though because it is Pikmin week anyways guys Splatoon 3 the deep cut crew that is Shiver, that is Fry, that is Big Man. The three hosts, the Deep Cut, are getting plushies. Now, there, there's a catch. They're Japan exclusive. But the thing is, just because they're Japan exclusive does not mean that you cannot get your hands on them. I mean, they release in October 2023 on Amazon Japan for about $24 each, which I will say is not that bad. $24 bucks each. A $24 Big Man plush. Not bad. Now, I don't know if these will be on, like, Play Asia, which is a good site to buy Japanese-exclusive items off of. It might be. But Amazon Japan is all we know right now this October. So if you have a way of getting items from Amazon Japan over to wherever you are, whether it be Australia, Australia, the UK, uh, the US, you know, wherever you are, if you've got a go-to method, there you go. But finally, these are coming out. I've been waiting for some Big Man plush. Like, you always see these new characters get announced, like Big Man, even Ochi as one of them. And you're like, okay, that's cool and all. Where's the plush? And there's the plush right there. October, 24 bucks plus shipping, whatever that will come out to. It does depend on whatever service you use to get the item out of Japan and get it to whichever country you're in. That's assuming that you're not in Japan. If you are in Japan, you know, you have the hookup right there. You have the plush literally within hours of you. But if you're like me, I live in the U.S., so I wouldn't be able to get that without paying a decent amount of shipping. I don't think it'll be crazy, but I don't think it'll be like four bucks. So check it out if you are interested. I'll leave the links to info down below if you want to look. Then, guys, we have a burst of Pokemon news. Pokemon fans, you're in luck. We have four straight pieces of Pokemon news. If you're not a Pokemon fan, which is going to be really hard to believe, feel free. There are chapters in this podcast, whether you're on Spotify, you know, wherever. Look in the description or you can scroll on the timeline if your podcast platform uh, supports it like Spotify does, YouTube does. You, you can skip and view all the chapters in the podcast. But right now, I mean... If you're watching the live live uh, premiere on YouTube, you can't do that. But, you know, otherwise, if you're watching after the fact, you can do that. So, 
Anyways, Pokemon news. Let's start with the biggest one. There's a fly flying around. Let's start with the biggest one here. Guys, there is a rumor out there for Pokemon Black and White. Pokemon Black and White might be getting... I wouldn't say remade, but the next Pokemon game is gonna have potentially ties to Pokemon Black and White. What do I mean? So, there are, you know... As there are Nintendo leakers, there are, of course, going to be Pokemon leakers. Who are these Pokemon leakers and speculators and tweeters? Well, that would be Riddler Koo is one of them, and Centro Leaks. These two users have tweeted and hinted and speculated that the next Pokemon games will have some sort of tie to Pokemon Black and White. Whether that be, you know, I, I'm doubting a remake. But it'll be in some way connected. And that's really, really cool. Because if you've not played Pokemon Black and White... I mean, I think some of the greatest Pokemon games... Or, I mean, sorry, one of the greatest po you know, Pokemon games... I think it's really, really good. And to have them bring it back in some way, whether it be a remake, which I don't expect... Uh, but just some sort of connection to that game is going to be very cool. And we even have more news later on in the podcast... Talking about games coming back in reboots and remakes, it's good stuff. So, that is out there. Now, Riddler Coup, you know, you might think, who are these leakers? Riddler Coup has leaked info about Pokemon Legends Arceus, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet news in the past that ended up being true. So, with a record like that, we can probably trust them as those are the two recent Pokemon games. You can obviously trust someone who is leaking recent info and getting it right. So, it'd be safe to assume that the next game will have ties to black and white. We gotta see, though, that's gonna be uh, a little bit far away. But yeah, we should have something next year, and I would not mind it if it was black and white related. So, that's cool. And then we even have another piece of news. This one is one that you might know, but it's also big news if you didn't know, and it's just big news in general. The Pokemon Go Plus plus accessory is available now in North America and Japan. Other regions, I am not sure, but that is what the official headline reads here. Now, what is this accessory, you might ask? What the heck could this be? What does it do? Why do I need it? And why do I want to pay $55 for it? Well, I'll tell you why. This accessory can be used with Pokemon Go and the upcoming, if not already available now, Pokemon Sleep app on your smart device. Now, with Pokemon Go, this is very, very useful. It can auto-catch Pokemon. It can auto-spin Pokestops. It can do a lot with the click of a button. It essentially makes it so that you do not have to use your smart device, whether it be an iPad or an iPhone, to catch Pokemon and essentially play the game. It's much more convenient. And then with Pokemon Sleep, what I'm hearing is that you can essentially use that. I'm using, I'm using the word essentially a lot. You can essentially use that instead of your phone. So with Pokemon Sleep, which, which I'll get into later on, Pokemon Sleep, you put your phone on the bed and it tracks your sleep. Now that app, once again, I'll get into it, but it's available in some regions right now. You put the phone on your bed while you sleep and it tracks your sleep. I believe you can replace your phone with the Pokemon Go Plus Plus accessory and you put that on the bed and then it tracks your sleep. So I'm, I, w I, I, I wouldn't be a big fan of having my phone on, on my bed, 
while I'm sleeping because, you know, vibrations and calls could wake me up. So with a Pokemon Go Plus Plus on the bed, that's a lot more comfortable. And if that can track my sleep, I'm all for it. Now, once again, I said it already. It is $55, $54.99. Do I think it's worth it? I don't have it. But in terms of how it sounds, value in that kind of sense, I would say as per most things, it is going to depend on how much you use an app like Pokemon Go or how much you use an app like Pokemon Sleep. If you're using Pokemon Sleep every night and you don't want to have your phone on your bed, sure, I'm sure it's worth it. If you play Pokemon Go, I play Pokemon Go every day. Like if you play every day, like this thing has got to be right for you. But if you're like me, you know, Joe Schmo that doesn't play Pokemon Go uh, hardly ever, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't buy it, but it's totally up to you. 55 bucks is about the price of a Switch game, five bucks less. Um, so therefore, it's not a ridiculous amount of money if you do want it. But I would just say it depends how much you're going to use it. With that, you might have already known that, but that is what it does. We have two more pieces of Pokemon news before we can speed on. And then we even have a bit more Pokemon later on. We have this, guys. If you use the social media app Line, where you can message people internationally, all the kind of cool stuff, right? Line has a brand new Pokemon Seasons Mint theme to use as a background on the Line app. So, you know, if you're just messaging your friends on the Line app, you know, do 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 do. It's a boring white background there. You know, you don't always want that. It's just boring. It's basic. It's nothing really cool. Guess what? You can spice up your line background for the low price of $2.99. Do not forget the 99 cents. $1 more than 3DS themes used to cost, if you really must know. So are you being scammed? You're being scammed at a $1. You could have had a 3DS theme for $1.99. No, you have to pay $2.99 for this one. Anyways, it does look very cool. It's very bright, very, very summery. Uh, if I was Pokemon obsessed, like like kind of how I am Animal Crossing obsessed, I'd probably buy it. But, you know, 3 bucks a theme that you're going to look at and not notice after a week. Could be worth it, but up to you. And that's even if you do use Line. I feel like Line is more popular in like Japan and other regions. Uh, no one that I know uses Line. Like none of my American friends use Line. So up to you, really. There, I can feel my voice going. Thank gosh, I'm doing this podcast. You know, I'm doing. I'm doing it Monday night, Tuesday morning, essentially, because it's 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 midnight. I'm gonna wake up and I'm not gonna have a voice. And if I do, then good fun. But I can feel it going. Alright guys, then we have the last piece of Pokemon news for now. We have a bit more later, but for now, we have a Japan Pokemon and Baskin-Robbins collaboration announced. Now, recently, we got a Splatoon and Baskin-Robbins collaboration announced where they're making ice cream. They're, they're, they're making ice cream cake. It's, it's tons of cool stuff. Here we have special ice cream. It is competing with the whole Splatoon thing. I'm kidding, but... Pokemon ice cream is hit in Japan. We have a special ice cream flavor based on Pikachu and Sprigatito. That sounds like it would taste pretty good. Well, I don't know. It 
it either tastes like banana or like green tea or like, you know, banana tea. Like it's, it doesn't sound amazing, but it certainly doesn't sound awful either. Like I might want to try that, you know, but unfortunately I'm not in Baskin Robbins, Japan. So how could I do that? Now, if you get the ice cream, you can get some Pokemon themed cups. And if you get these Pokemon themed cups to put your ice cream in, you will actually be given a free random Pokemon sticker. No clue, no clue what it is. Maybe it's a Pikachu. Maybe it's a Sprigatito. You know, whatever it may be. You can't go wrong with a free Pokemon sticker with your ice cream on a hot summer day. I wish they did more collabs like this in the U.S. You know, we saw them collab with like some juice bar. Uh, I believe it was last month. We saw them collab last summer with... Uh, Cold Stone, Cold Stone, with ice cream. That didn't go well for me. I had a terrible experience as they as they messed it up. Um, and I wish that they would do more in the U.S. It seems to be a lot in Japan, and obviously, you know, they have a great big fan base and tons of fans in, in Japan. But, you know, I would like to see it spread out. And not, and not only in the U.S., because I'm in the U.S. Give it to Australia. Australia, give it to the U.K. I'm, like, pausing randomly because I'm, like, kind of tired-ish. But, you know, <laughs> give it to Australia, U.K., everywhere else, Canada. Get it out there in the world, international, you know, get it everywhere. That's my thoughts on that. That will last from July 21st. So this Friday is when it'll all begin. Go away, fly. No, you don't want to hear the, the news. You don't care. It'll start on July 21st and it, it'll end on August 31st. So essentially all summer long. So if you're visiting, if you're visiting Japan in the summer, I wouldn't really rule out this Baskin-Robbins collaboration as part of your bucket list. It's a very, very cool thing to do. Let me know how the Sprigatito Pikachu ice cream tastes. I want to know if you're going, the small chance that someone watching this or, 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 or listening is going, please let me know. Apart from that, we have one more piece of news for July 14th before we move to July 15th. Toad. I bet you did not expect me to say Toad. Toad, out of all people, is making his debut at Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Hollywood. So the Super Nintendo World in California, the only one in the U.S. as of right now that is open. They're obviously building one in Orlando. I want to go there. But Toad, the mascot, you've seen videos of him dancing online at Super Nintendo World, but he's never actually been to the California Hollywood Studios Super Nintendo World. Well, guess what, guys? As of July 14th, he was announced to be coming to Super Nintendo World. Now, he was announced to be coming. When does he actually come? Well, that's going to happen July 15th. And when, when was July 15th? That was days ago as of this podcast coming out. So, Toad is now at Super Nintendo World Hollywood Studios, California. That's a real cool thing. He is no stranger to Japan and now becoming no stranger to the Californians. Is, it, is, it, is, is that, you know, what you call them? Californians? California residents? You know, any, any of the above will probably work to describe residents living in California. I would think any of those, but anyways, Toad is there. He's dancing around. He's doing the meet and greets. He's waving. He's taking pictures. He's uh, doing videos with, with people. 
all of it. I'm sure if you search Toad Super Nintendo World on YouTube or Twitter, I'm sure something funny is going to pop up. He's there. He's making it popping. I need to go very soon. Uh, I'm going to go to the Orlando one eventually. But I cannot even wait. All right. Then, guys, moving on to July 15th. What happened on such a day like July 15th? Well, guess what, guys? We have two pieces of news here. One that you might not care about because it's, it's kind of like a scam. I wouldn't say a scam. It's a little pricey. And the next thing is also really, really cool. So let's start with the uh, pricey thing. We have a Metroid Dread Emmy. E-M-M-I or Emmy Figma figure available for pre-order. So what this is, is it's essentially an Emmy or E-M-M-I figure from Metroid Dread. It's a figure available for pre-order. Now, it's eight and a half inches tall or 215 millimeters tall. And when you convert that, you get 8.5. And guess how much the figure costs? It is 120 bucks. For this figure, I do not know the quality of the figure or why it's so expensive, but that's how much it'll cost. And it says the on the listing that it's that it's eight eight and a half inches tall. Um, I feel like for a figure to cost 120 bucks, it would have to be a whole lot more expensive, obviously, because. Like, 120 bucks should probably get you, like, I mean, I would say a 30-inch 30, 30 figure. No, I mean, maybe that's kind of crazy. Like a tw 30, yeah. I'd say 30. That That's expensive, you know? I'd say somewhere around there, maybe even a bit more. Uh, but, yeah, uh, maybe it's high quality, you know, designer brand figures, whatever it may be. I will have to break it to you. I am going to be taking off this Pikmin 4 jacket. You know, it's been a great run. By the way, I didn't mention it is a Japan exclusive, so that's also pretty cool. My brother and mother got it for me. And anyways, back to the news while I take it off. 120 bucks. I mean, yeah, once again, it's just pricey. I just don't really know who in the right mind would buy it. I mean, maybe if you're some massive Metroid fan, you know, I can't really blame you here. If it was Animal Crossing, you know, I would do the, do the exact same thing. So up to you with that purchase there. I just think it's, it's a little bit expensive for, for what you're actually getting. Anyways, apart from that, though, for those who are not even interested in spending 100, 120 bucks, for those who do not even have 120 bucks, we have you covered here on the Mario Matter. We have a free Nintendo Summer Magazine available digitally in English. So, you might have seen this magazine making the rounds on the Twitters, on the Nintendo News, so to speak. This is a magazine made by Nintendo, and it was pretty much a Japan thing that we couldn't read. It's like, you know, it looks cool. The cover art has Link eating a watermelon. It looks sick. But it's in Japanese, and if I Google Translate that, you know, Google Translate isn't always correct. It'll get you, you know, kind of an idea of what is being said, but never the full picture. So, you can't really trust Google Translate. Well, guys, guess what? This magazine is available digitally, as I have said, in English now. So, if you want to read this 54-page magazine full of info and fun on pretty much everything Nintendo and their newest games, and everything about this summer, 
The link is down below. If you want to look at all the links in the podcast, there is one link that that, that is called the sources and links link. Go there and then you'll be able to, to see all the links mentioned in the podcast. This will be one of them. It has info on Tears of the Kingdom, Pikmin 4, Splatoon 3, and so much more. That somehow rhymed. The more and four part. I mean, that was that was brilliant work. With that, though, link down below. Check it out. It's cool stuff. I actually kind of skimmed through it. I didn't read through it. And I liked what I saw. It was a cool little magazine. And ever since the discontinuation of Nintendo Power, which which was their old magazine, it's cool to see something like that come back. So, July 16th news. That's not too long ago. It is July 19th as of, as of posting the podcast. Uh, Pokemon Sleep. So, I told you that we'd get back to this topic here. Pokemon Sleep is currently releasing in several regions. Now, if you're in the U.S., the U.K., I'm so sorry. It ain't there yet as of recording the podcast. Maybe it's there. Maybe it just released on July 19th. Whenever Pokemon Sleep releases in all regions, I'll put a download link in the sources and links pastebin in the description. As of recording, though, July 18th, 1.19 a.m., it is not available in America or the U.K. Now, where is it available? Because I'm sure not everyone listening is from the America or U.K. It's just my main demographic. Well, it is available for our people in Australia. It's available there. For the people in Canada, available there. Latin America and New Zealand. For iOS and Android. So you guys are eating good or... Sleeping good, you know, <laughs> sleeping good. Pokemon Sleep is available there. Go and download it and sleep your very best, I believe is like their slogan. Sleep or no, rest your rest your best. Rest your very, very, no, it's just one very. Rest your best is the slogan for Pokemon Sleep. I would try it out. Maybe you won't like it. Maybe you will. Uh, but I'm going to try it the first night that it comes out. And I'm going to come back on here. Hopefully, I, I use it within the next week. I'm going to come back on here if I use it. And I'm going to let you know how it is. And if I, you know, you know, next time that I ask, you know, for you to ask me questions for the podcast, somebody asked me, what did you think of, of Pokemon Sleep? Somebody asked me that. Someone asked me that so then I do not forget. What did you think of Pokemon Sleep? Write that down. All right. Ask me that, and I'll tell you. But it is available for our friends in those select countries and regions, and, you know, some of those aren't countries. But, <sighs> Pokemon Sleep. I need some sleep. You know, Pokemon Sleep would be telling me would be telling me right now, turn off the podcast, go to bed. Yeah, it's not looking good. Anyways, Sega, guys, Sega, when did you think you would hear about Sega in a Nintendo News podcast? Not very often. Anyways... Because you could be a Sega fan and also a Nintendo fan, I figured we'd bring you the news. We're not going to gatekeep Sega news, which is still somewhat related to the to the Switch itself. Not going to gatekeep that from you. We have the Sega Executive Vice President, Yukio Sugino, or Sugino, commenting on Sega considering remaking old Sonic games. So games like, you know, maybe for example, uh, Sonic and the Secret Rings. Is that what it's called? That, be that better be what it's called. Uh, Sonic, uh, the Black Knight is, I'm forgetting the names. You know, Sonic Riders, any of these games, you know, they are considering remaking some Sonic games. And, and we have a quote 
from the executive vice president himself. Here's the quote from Yukio Sugino or Sugino. I hate to mess that up. Quote, of course, we have to do new things, but as well with all IPs, we don't have new works or reboots. We will develop while selecting, which is appropriate at this timing for each IP, such as this is the best way to do this IP. Sonic is also Sega's signature IP, and in parallel with the new game, we are considering reboots and remakes. And that is what Yukio Sugino had to say about remakes, reboots, old Sonic games coming back. I mean, they're certainly a fan of it. They did uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate for the Switch, Xbox, PS4, all that. They did that game, and that's honestly a very good sign because if they're remastering a game, or sorry, yeah, kind of remastering it. It's not so much of a, it's, it's not of a, a, a remake. It's, it's a remaster, kind of, because it's not redone. You know, if they're doing that, I don't doubt that they would do any other Sonic game. A game like Sonic and the Secret Rings. I want that one. But I would like it. I think it's a very, very good idea. And I would buy some remastered Sonic stuff. Especially like Sonic Wii era. Sonic Riders and all that. Please. Alright, next. July 17th. This is our last day of news before we get to our big Pikmin 4 segment. It's a bit less news during the headline segment because most of it is being moved over to the Pikmin segment. So, yeah, whenever a brand new game releases that is, like, a pretty big deal, I try to have a full segment dedicated to it, which is what, you know, we're doing for Pikmin. Um, and so that'll be fun. July 17th. This news broke and is, I think, the biggest news on the podcast that is not one of our two segments. This is the biggest news here. The Council of the European Union, the EU, is requiring all handheld gaming consoles to use replaceable batteries by 2027, meaning the next Switch or whatever the you know successor is, and the Steam Deck and any other handheld gaming system is going to have to have easily replaceable batteries. You know, the, the, the 3DS, you can unscrew the things and you know, uh, replace the battery. You can do that, but it needs to be easy, replaceable, like the Game Boy Color kind of thing, you know? It needs that by 2027. Now, I'm not sure that that would be AA batteries or if they'll make their own batteries. Either way, I will say, I am on board. And this is not some rumor that they, or, or, or you know, you know, some fake requirement. Like, th this is a real thing. The next Switch and Steam Deck are going to have replaceable batteries or else they ain't happening. I'll tell you that much. It's kind of, you know, that 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 short. It's not, not going to be happening. So, I like it a lot. I'm a big fan of that cuz while Nintendo may not like it, I do. It's so easy like when your Switch dies nowadays, it's like what what are you going to do? You know, it's dead. Go find a charger with replacement batteries, just keep them on you, you know? Pop them in, whatever it may be, whether it's a, sp a special switch battery pack, whether it's double A batteries, triple A battery, whatever it is. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of it. So 
Ditch your battery packs. Ditch your USB-C cables, guys. We have batteries now. We have replaceable batteries next time. And I wouldn't doubt that, you know, Nintendo already knew about this and they're like working towards it right now. I think it'll be very convenient. It'll be very, very good. And I'm sure that they're working hard at making that now work for whatever their next system is. Uh, you know, assuming it is a hybrid system. I'll touch more on the Switch 2 later on. I've been talking about Switch 2 for the last few podcasts, and I apologize. But one, I think that you guys like it. Two, there's so many thoughts on it, and it's different each week. Like last time it was rumors, the time before that it was dev kits. Now I want to talk Switch 2 and why it's might be a problem. Alright, then July 17th news, we have more. Team Vanilla has one Splatfest that took place over the weekend. So, if you participated in the Splatfest that that went from Friday to, I think, Sunday night is when they cut it off. It was an ice cream Splatfest. There were three teams to choose. One playing Splatoon 3, you could choose the Team Vanilla. You could choose Team Strawberry Ice Cream or Team Mint Chip Ice Cream. And I believe that Vanilla was the most popular team, which is the team that I chose as well. I've always been a Vanilla guy. Like, you know, I'm no strawberry. I'm no mint chip. I'm not even a chocolate guy. I would go to the ice cream shop, just plain vanilla. Not even a sprinkle. Not even a gummy worm. You know, so that's how I've always been. That's who I chose to ride with during the, during the uh, Splatfest. And that's who won. I honestly thought that would be the case. But I wasn't for sure. I played it a bit on Saturday. And I will say, Team Strawberry was, like, really, really good. Like, I was getting, like, uh, what's what's the word? Demolished by Team Strawberry. Mint Chip was pretty, eh. They, they were not on their A game Saturday night. Um, But I will say, or it was Friday night. Friday night. Friday night. Friday night, you know, Mint Chip... Step it up, because you were not doing great. You weren't. No offense if you were on Mint Ship and you are playing Saturday. I'm sure that we didn't play each other. Maybe you are very, very great. Whoever I played sucked. <laughs> Anyways, Team Vanilla, congrats to you, my friends. Can I pitch one idea for Splatoon? I, ever since day one, or day one of a Splatfest on Splatoon Wii U, I've always wanted to keep my Splatfest t-shirt. Why can't you do that? Now, I understand if you let people do that, they might, you know, impersonate a previous team in a different Splatfest. Just lock it while, you know, a Splatfest is going on. Like, if I keep my Team Vanilla shirt and I want to wear it during the next Splatfest, which is totally different, just don't let me wear it. Like, like lock it for two days or whatever. But keep it as a cool souvenir. It's the weirdest thing to me. I don't, I don't even understand. Then, guys, more general Nintendo Switch news. But I know that a lot of you are fans of, of this game that I'm about to talk about. There is an update coming for this game. And you might be hyped, okay? Stardew Valley. Who has heard of that game name? Raise your hand, class. Raise your hand. Who, who has heard of Stardew Valley? Maybe you even have it. Stardew Valley is getting an update, and people are so happy, filled with joy. It's great. So, Concerned Ape, the developers have a very, very simple tweet that they have put out. They, they, they put it out July 17th, and they said, Coming in Stardew Valley 1.6, new festival, new items, more dialogues, secrets, and question mark, 
question mark, question mark. That is the tweet. That's that's the tweet. No release date, no more specific info. That is it right there. So I will say, I wish we had more details, but a Stardew update is a Stardew update, and a man like me is a happy camper when I hear something like that. So I'm excited. Stardew fans, we're in for a treat. I went through a big Stardew Valley phase where I was like playing it nonstop every single day. Boom, 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 Stardew. And then I fell out of it. Maybe this can pull me back in. Concerned Dave might have me wrapped around their little finger. All right, a few more pieces of news. <sighs> Guys, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet players. If you listen to the podcast, whenever there's a free code to give out that'll unlock you things in the game, we always give it out. Now, is there a code this week? Unfortunately not. I apologize if I made it sound like that there would be. I say that because there's other news that you might be excited about. There is a Gorilla Boom Terror Raid announced for Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Now, what is a Terror Raid? For a quick refresher, a Terror Raid is when you and four other train or four trainers in total are battling a very, very strong Pokemon. So this Pokemon being Rillaboom, he's going to be, or he or she is going to be the very strong Pokemon you are all battling. Now, this is a seven-star Terror Raid, which is very, 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 very difficult. If you are a beginner, I would advise you to stay away. So you can actually participate in the Terror Raid on July 28th to July 30th, and then again on August 4th, to August 6th. And do you know what's actually crazy? August 4th is very, very close. Like, that's after July. And once you're in August, like, it, it just feels crazy. Like, that's the eighth month of the year. I feel like we just jumped into 2023. I don't understand, but that's so soon. Anyways, if you are a fan of Terror Raids, that is coming to the game. In-game event, live event, check it out with the link in the description, I'll leave more info down there. And there you go. Rilla Boom is no match for you, trainer. Go catch them all, okay? Catch them all. Then, guys, this is not a July 17th piece of news, but more so news that I must say because I will not talk to you uh, before I can report this news. So, guys, we have Switch maintenance coming up. On July 24th slash July 25th, depending on what your time zone is. So, there are five services that will be under maintenance at the exact same time. So, you may be limited. You know, I'm not sure if uh, all these features will be, like, shut down. But maybe they'll be limited in terms of what, you know, what you can do. And I'll go into depth there. So, here are the five services that will have maintenance on July 24th slash July 25th. Switch Parental Controls, the Switch Online app, which is like one, one, one category. Number two is Switch Distribution of Update Data. Three, Switch 3DS and Wii U eShops. Not sure why 3DS and Wii U eShops, you, you know, those are down anyway. But Switch eShop, Switch purchase and use of consumable items and switch use of downloadable software certain network services so 
That's five things that'll be either limited or totally shut down. This maintenance takes place July 24th at 9.30 p.m. Pacific time to 11.30 p.m. Pacific time. So it is two hours of maintenance. If you're on the East Coast, that is July 25th at 12.30 a.m. Eastern time, which is why it's July 24th slash 25th to 2.30 a.m. Eastern time, July 25th. Do the conversion for your time zone. That is that is Pacific time and that is Eastern time there. So if all that's shut down, I mean, it sucks, but at the same time, you're probably not going to use your Switch during those times because even like if you're in the uk that's 5 30 to 7 30 like you're probably not gonna use your your, your, your switch right then uh, australia might have it a bit rougher wait hold on is australia is are, are, I'm, I'm 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 losing here or is australia awake at that point i think australia might have it rough i i don't know but either way Someone in the world is going to have it a bit rough during that time. But it'll be done in two hours, so no need to worry. Anyways, that is it for our headline segment. That is that. Let's go ahead. Let's jump into the game releasing this Friday. Pikmin 4. Pre-order bonuses that were just now revealed. Extra merch. New announcements. So much Pikmin 4 news. Let's go ahead, let's jump right into it. Pick men, pick women. Let's all gather around. This is your time. I'm not, I'm not gonna say my time, because I just got into the Pikmin series not too long ago. For those who have been waiting 10 years since Pikmin 3, I salute you. This is your time to shine. Pikmin 4 comes out Friday. It's time. It's been 10 years. Pick men, pick women. I have very, very nice news for you. We have five pieces of news here, all Pikmin related. This will be very similar to the headline segment, but it's all Pikmin. Let's start with my pick men and pick women from the UK. Then we'll, then we'll move on to... Everything else is worldwide. Actually, no, there's there's two U.S. things. But apart from that, it's all cool stuff. So even listen to this U.K. stuff. Actually, you know, maybe don't because if you're in the U.S., you'll feel like you're missing out. Either way, guys, Nintendo U.K. is now having Pikmin vases available now. You can buy a red, yellow, or blue Pikmin vase to put like flowers in. I'm not kidding. That's the coolest thing. Why is that a UK exclusive thing? Why is I'm not saying that America needs it. I'm saying that we all need a Pikmin vase in our life, okay? And yeah, you can you can import it the same way that you can get the deep cut plush from Japan. But this is too cool not to put out worldwide, even at like, if you put these at Nintendo NYC, these will sell like hotcakes. Anyways, how much do these vases cost? So if you want to buy all of them, you can buy them for 54 pounds, which would be 70 bucks in US dollars, which I will say is quite expensive. That is very expensive 
But that's three Pikmin vases, and they're all very cool. I mean, if I was a Pikmin, I would do it too. Or you can buy it individually. So if I just want to buy the red one or the yellow one or even the blue one, I can pay 18 pounds each, which would equal out to 24 bucks in US dollars. So once again, a little bit pricey, but at the same time, very, very cool. I think that's one of the coolest pieces of merch in a while. Then we've got Pikmin 4 for our friends in the US who have a target near them. Or if you're not in the US, there's a target there. There's, there's, a, there's a target here. If you're going to the US and you stop by a target, whatever you need to do. At Target, if you... I don't see anything about a pre-order. If you just purchase Pikmin 4, I assume on the release date, you will receive a free keychain while supplies last. Now, what does this keychain look like? Is it really worth it? Is it actually good? Should I buy from Target? Well, I will tell you this, my friend. I'll tell you this. Target is giving out this keychain, and it has Ochi on it. It has red, yellow, and blue Pikmin on it. And that sounds very, very basic. It's like, well, why would you buy? buy that that is, is basic you know why wouldn't you go to GameStop or Walmart or Best Buy and get a cooler pre-order bonus I think this keychain is sick I think it's really really cool I had the image on the screen but audio listeners seek this out this is very cool I think maybe it is a bit cool, cooler than the uh, GameStop pins keychains are sick you can use them on your backpack which you might use every single day you can use them where do you use them? You can use them. You, you can like hook them on to like a little hook on the wall. You can hang it that way. There's so many uses for keychains as opposed to pins, I, I would argue. You can put pins on, on a cork board. That's pretty cool. But I would argue you would use a keychain a little bit more. School, uh, you know, vacation, back, backpack, whatever it may be. It's sick. So... If you buy Pikmin 4 at Target, I would assume that your best shot is on the release date. You will get a keychain once again while supplies last. So if you get there and they're all out, I told you, while supplies last. So get there early if you do want the keychain. And then, guys, guess what? My Nintendo is hosting a Pikmin Picnic sweepstakes. It is active now. Now, a sweepstakes is another word for a giveaway, stuff like that. And I like how they titled it Pikmin Picnic, but they spelled Picnic, P-I-K-N-I-K. So, like, if you were spelling Picnic, Pikmin, it's, like, spelled the same way. Anyways, that's cool. Now, what do you get if you win the sweepstakes or the giveaway? Well, you get a hand-woven, 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 hand-woven basket tote with leatherette straps, so a very, very high-quality basket, a 60-inch by 50-inch Pikmin picnic blanket with a carrying bag, and finally, a Pikmin serving tray. So, as the title does kind of describe, a picnic set. Now, how do you enter in this sweepstakes, raffle, giveaway kind of thing? If you go on my Nintendo, I believe it is an American thing, though I wouldn't doubt them having it on Nintendo UK. 
I have already entered in the sweepstakes. I always do because it's very, very cheap. You can go on the My Nintendo, ugh, My Nintendo site, and you can and ugh, you can enter up to three times, and each entry costs ten platinum points. So, if I want to spend thirty platinum points, I can enter in three times and have three chances to win. Or if I don't really want to gamble, I can just enter one time and have one chance to win for 10 platinum points. It's very cheap. I just did three because, you know, if I get lucky, it'll be a very, very, very cool thing. So I did three times. You do as many as you want. The chances are very, very unlikely, but certainly possible. You know, somebody has to win. Why not it be you? You know, all right. A few more pieces of news here. Pikmin 4 has a day one update releasing when the game releases. What is this update going to do? What could it possibly do? Well, it might change things like online features and stuff, but for right now, all we know is various issues have been addressed to improve the gameplay experience. That is all we know. Once again, when you see that kind of stuff, it's just things that you wouldn't want to read like, we made the online servers active. We made it strong. We made it so that you won't disconnect. You know, it's stuff like that. So there's that. Maybe some bug fixes that they found, you know, last second. And, you, you, you know, they're, they're, they're boxing up Pikmin 4 in their warehouse. And there was some guy testing it. And he was like, wait, I found one mistake. And, you know, they're all boxing up the game cartridge. And they're like... Oh gosh, it's it's way too late for that. So now they, they 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 have to put out a day one patch. You know, that's how it goes. And then, if you want that water bottle pre-order bonus from Walmart, but you're like, I don't really feel like going to Walmart, but you're also in New York City, which are some pretty rare circumstances. You don't want to go to Walmart, and you're also in New York. It's sick. If you stop by the Nintendo New York store and buy a copy of Pikmin 4 while supplies last, you can get the exact same water bottle that Walmart is offering as a as a pre-order bonus when you buy Pikmin 4 at the New York store. It's sick. They're offering the exact same one. So if you are around there, if you're in the area, if you're, I would say even like if you're an hour away at the most, I, I would go down there. It's a cool experience, cool store to go to. I assume if you're an hour away, you've been there before. And I mean, why buy Pikmin 4 anywhere else? You know, ditch the five-minute GameStop right next to you. Go to the, the, the uh, New York store one hour away. Yeah, do that. No, but seriously, it's great fun. And... I don't know when you would ever use a Pikmin 4 water bottle, as I'm sure if you have a water bottle, you have a water bottle and you need, you know, when you need water, you've got yourself covered. I just don't see that this one getting used, but it's out there and it's one of the better pre-order bonuses in some time. When you, when you look at games like Splatoon 3, Tears of the Kingdom, this is one of the better, I guess, more usable pre-order bonuses. So... There's that, and there's all of the final Pikmin news before the game actually releases on July 21st. It is time, Pikmen, and pick women. Stand up and be proud. Enjoy the game this Friday. That is my last two cents on the game. I hope that you enjoy. I'm going to be playing it. 
this weekend, and I'll come back on here, and I will not spoil it for you, but I'll tell you how I am liking it. Once again, spoiler free. Anyways, guys, let's talk on this next segment. Nintendo Switch 2. What about it? I'll tell you. Guys, let's talk about something very interesting here, okay? I really want to talk about this because I feel like as the days go by, what I'm going to discuss with you is becoming more and more and more of a reality. And that is the Nintendo Switch 2. I just want to have an open conversation with you here. What is going on? Okay? We see through this Microsoft FTC court case that the Switch 2 is becoming a thing. Like, they keep hinting at it, okay? They keep hinting. You keep seeing these documents pop up. Switch 2 is coming out. You know, new Switch in development. There's all these rumors online. Guys, what if Nintendo puts out a Switch 2? Here's what I've been seeing online. I've been seeing people saying, this is how they end up back in a Wii U situation. When you try to follow up your console. And it is so similar that it's not, you know, going to sell well. Okay? You look at the Wii to the Wii U. The, the Wii phenomenal console. And it sold very well too. The, the Wii had sold... Oh, 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 well over 100 million copies, units, per se. The the Wii U, which is very similar. You know, you would think if you replicate what did well, it would do well again. The Wii U, very, very similar. Despite the poor marketing, sold about a tenth, 10% of what the Wii did. So that's interesting. You would think... You know, let's say if I had a banger YouTube video and I made a part two to it, you would think that part two does pretty good. But between consoles, it doesn't work this way. If you did it with a game, you know, let's say the first Mario Kart was a great success. You do a second one, you would think it's a great success. It doesn't work like that with consoles. It's one of the very few things that you cannot make a sequel to. There has never been a time in Nintendo history, and I say it all the time, so I apologize to those who are sick of me saying this. Sequels to systems don't do well. They, they never do. So what does Nintendo think a Switch 2 is going to do? It would be the first time in Nintendo history that a sequel to a console, as in NES to SNES, Game Boy to Game Boy Advance, like sequels like Wii to Wii U, DS to 3DS, it would be the first time that the sequel to a console sells better than the original should a Switch 2 be released and sell better than the current Switch. It would be the first time ever. And you see Nintendo having absolutely no idea what to do. There were rumors that came out saying that the power of the next system will be an, uh, the same power of an Xbox One and PS4 which is a generation behind. You see them say things like, we're in unknown territory, we don't want to be in a Wii U situation. That, that's, that's not you know verbatim, that's not exactly what they said, but they said something like, we're in unknown territory. And I think I should have worked at Nintendo. 
Now, am I qualified? Of course not. But you would think if 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 one of the analytical guys could go back and look at the numbers and the sales of their previous systems, you would know that sequels to consoles don't do better than the original. What makes you want to make a Switch 2? And it's even harder with, with, with the Switch 2. Because let's... Okay, close your eyes. If you're driving, please don't. But if you're just like chilling, if you're just chilling, close your eyes. Picture a Switch 2 for me. I hope that you're actually doing this. Unless you are driving or you're busy. Picture a Switch 2. How different does it look from the original Switch? Does it look like a Switch Pro? If your answer to that is yes, we have a problem. Whatever comes next cannot look like a Switch Pro. Let's look at the best-selling consoles for Nintendo. Consoles slash systems. DS, Wii, Switch. These are all different things. Notice how I, how, how I didn't say Wii, Wii U, DS, and 3DS. No. Only one of its kind is going to do crazy numbers for you. Only one. Now... Nintendo has found somewhat of success when following up their consoles like Game Boy to Game Boy Advance. The Game Boy Advance, you know, was pretty good. Um, the DS to 3DS. 3DS didn't, I don't even think, no, 3DS didn't even like get half the sales that the DS did, but it was a decent success. It sold like 70 million or so. Uh, that's very, very good. But... If you're Nintendo, you're stupid not to make something brand new. Now, it can be a hybrid console, but it's not called Switch. It has way more power, and it can have Xbox One and PS4 power. But you're not calling this the Switch. You're not. Once again, you can bank off names. You can go Mario Kart 1, Mario Kart 2, Mario Kart 3, and it will still sell well because they're brand new things. Mario Kart 1 is different than Mario Kart 2. But if you have Switch 1, which we have right now, and then you make Switch 2 because it's a console and it's a similar concept, it'll look similar and lead people to believe, well, I have Switch 1. That's probably good enough, right? Like, you're going to be in a Wii U situation. What do you do? If you're Nintendo, once again, you can make a hybrid console because once you have a hybrid console, it's pretty hard to go back to just having a home console or having a home console and handheld console or even worse, just a handheld console, which has never really happened. But, you know, you can't go back from a hybrid console. It can be a hybrid, but it can't look like a Switch. It, 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 it just can't. That's a bad move. That's a really, really bad move. And I'm sure that, that they're working on it. And I would give them all the time in the world that, that they need to work up a brand new system for us. I would wait until 2026. It has to be released then. And maybe it will be released then. If you're asking me, I'm saying no later than 2025 is when it'll release. But I will wait until 26 if the system is perfect. I will wait. And also, while we're on the topic, where did all the charm go? Look at the Wii U and 3DS. It's a bundle of joy to turn on. With the Switch, I'm not saying that it's bad. The, the home menu is cool. But it's like, it's not a grin on your, on your face. Like, you open up a 3DS, 2DS, XL, you know, whatever it may be. 
You open it up, starts playing music. You see all the cool custom apps. There's characters, there's themes. On the Switch, you turn it on, and there's just a blank screen, all your games. Some sound effects, pretty cool. But that's it. Where did the charm go? I think that's what made a lot of people, I guess, I wouldn't say like Nintendo more because they would like them either way. As it, you know, as you can see with the Switch, they're still being liked, obviously. But it's kind of that DS charm factor where there's a nostalgic home menu theme. And there's, uh, I guess, more appealing sound effects. You have a whole camera on the, on the system, which allows for funny photos and funny memories to look back on. Also, with the handheld console, you're, you're taking it everywhere. You want to be able to snap photos. If that's like, you know, some five-year-old's only camera, doesn't have an iPad yet, but he has a Switch, snap, 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 memories. It just allows people to connect more with with their childhood once they grew up. Like, I look at my DSi photos all the time. It's great. Perfect memories. Where'd the spark go? But more importantly, you don't make a Switch 2. If they come out and they announce a Switch 2, people are going to roll their eyes. If it's a true Switch 2. If it's a Switch, you know, whatever the next name might be. A Nintendo Neo. You know, like, whatever it may be next... If it's brand new, but a hybrid console, sick. But if it's a Switch 2, it's going to be like the same reaction as the Wii U. Like, cool, but I need to know more. How is it different? And maybe it'll be different. But you name this the Switch 2, the NX2, you're just digging a grave. And maybe this is me at 2 a.m. just being like, you know, you know, just ripping in to Nintendo. But I hope... You can kind of get what I'm saying. This is a terrible idea. You don't make a Switch 2. I guarantee you. I will stand here on my word right now. Clip me if I'm wrong. Because I could be wrong. But I will confidently say. If there is a Switch 2. I mean it's called Switch 2. There could be a new hybrid console. If it is titled. Nintendo Switch you or it has switch in the name i guarantee you if it has switch in there it does not sell more than three-fourths of whatever the switch sells i guarantee you if it has switch in the name i guarantee it so you can't do that therefore you need a brand new console a switch 2 if that is really if, if, if that's what's happening you're digging a grave Anyways, that's what I wanted to say about the Switch 2. I've seen so many rumors about, you know, Switch 2 is actually happening. NX2 is a real thing. If you're calling it the NX2, the Switch 2, people are going to roll their eyes. It'll be exciting for a minute because it's brand new. It's brand new hardware. It's brand new system. We've waited for this. But when you look at what we could have had, you won't like it. Like, PS4 and PS5. Obviously a very, very similar name. But the difference is... It's built such a reputation for being a brand new console each time. Look at DS to 3DS. They're similar. They look similar. Uh, they play the same games, which you can make the argument for, you know... Those are backwards compatible consoles too. Like PS5, PS5 and PS4. But... It's much harder to explain, but you know for sure when it's a brand new console. When they announce a 3DS compared to a DS, casuals might be like, is that even brand new? But when you change the number, PS4, PS5, 
like something about it feels more brand new than NES to SNES. It's like a Super NES. You know, maybe it's the Pro version. If it's a Pro version with a PS5 or an Xbox, you you will know. PS5 or sorry, PS4 Pro, PS4 Slim. That's like Switch Lite and Switch OLED. Like you will know if it's the exact same thing. But I don't want them going around and calling it Switch 2. Because even though it has the 2 in there, you know, you would think, yeah, it's the same effect that, 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 that the PS5 and Xbox have. When, it, when they go up a number, uh, Xbox One to Xbox Series, it's a brand new thing. I don't think that it has that effect, and, it, and historically, it never has had that effect using the same name of a console. DS, 3DS, NES, SNES, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, never really, really worked. So, I would not call it the Switch 2. And Nintendo really needs to think this through. I can't wait until something gets revealed, something gets announced. We got to see, though. I'm hoping for something revealed next year, and it better be brand stinking new. If not, I mean, I'll buy it. But that's their loss if they can't make it sell better. So there's that. But now let's get to your favorite segment of the week. It is time to answer your questions on the podcast. Let's go. All right, guys, it is time to answer your questions. You guys have asked me questions to answer on your favorite Nintendo News podcast. We have 20 questions, 12 from YouTube and 8 from Discord. Normally, it's 10 and 10, but there are more interesting ones on YouTube than there were Discord. So if you want to ask me a question on the podcast, I always put out a community post on Sundays if you go to my YouTube channel and then go to the community tab, you will see every Sunday there's a post saying, hey, hope you're, hope you're doing well. Uh, ask me a question here. And if you become a channel member, which means that you monetarily support the, the channel for as low as $1.99, you can ask a priority question, which means you guaranteed get your question answered. And I do it first thing. So we do have one member question. And also, if you want feel free to join the Discord server in the description and ask me that way. Here we go. Here's one channel member question first from Lego Fox. They ask, you're stranded on an island and you only have one game. What is that game? P.S. The island does not have internet. Okay, so one game, I'd probably pick my favorite game of all time because you know, sometimes you can't say that because it's a game that has a story. Like, for example, if your answer was Mario Galaxy, you might not say that because, like, it, you know, you know, you can only play it so many times. But my favorite game is Endless, and that game is Animal Crossing New Leaf. I would take that to the island with me, play it every single day. I would never get tired of it. It's my favorite. It's endless. There's things to do every single day, different interactions every single day, different activities every single day. It's so nice, and it would be the perfect game to go the rest of your life with. Then we have the next question. Super, uh, what is that? Super Pujols Brothers. Pujols Brothers asks, for Super Mario Bros. Wonder, do you think the other playable characters will be able to use the Ella fruit like Mario? If so, will it be a Tanuki leaf situation where when Mario, Mario gets the Tanuki leaf, he turns into a, a Tanuki while Luigi turns into a Kitsune? I would say... Yeah. 
I think they'll all turn into elephants. I think so. But you make a very, very good point about, you know, how you compare it to the Tanuki leaf. I think they'll all be elephants. I think it'd be a bit strange if they were all different. Because in this game, you can play... No, sorry, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think they're all elephants. I think they will all be elephants. And I just don't see them being anything else. Like, I can imagine, you know, you're you're playing a four-player Mario Bros. session. And I just can't see anyone not being an elephant if one person is. Like, imagine a group of four elephants. That sounds more normal than, like, one elephant, one ostrich, one flamingo. Like, it just sounds better. I'd probably say that they all turn into elephants. Yeah, I think they'll all be able to use the elephant fruits, but I think they just showed off Mario because he is the most iconic, and it would be a meme, and it would look funny. Then we have... Uh, I'm picking some hard usernames. Doi Haveto2695 asking, Do you think we should get more themed consoles that don't include the games, like the Tears of the Kingdom one, or more Switches that are normal but include a game, like the 3-in-1 Mario Switch a few months ago? I would say the first one. Special edition consoles that do not include a game. I would say that, because... With the ones that include a game, it's like, you can already buy that separately. It's like, if you have a normal Switch, you can just buy whatever game it comes with. Uh, but with a special edition, like, you only get so many of those. And I think the more, the merrier. The, the, the more they put out, the better it is for us. There's so many options as to which special edition you want. If they had one for Splatoon... Tears of the Kingdom, Mario Bros. Wonder, like, it's a perfect wonderland. I'd say more special consoles. Unusualer, unusualernest, un, uh, this is a hard, I'm picking the hardest usernames. Unusualersonist asks, do you think Nintendo may create a brand new series, brand new IP, or do you think they'll wait until the next console? I think... They tried it with ARMS, and that, that didn't go amazing. It's so decent, but it didn't go, like, a, you know, amazing. Um, I think that, that, that they'll try new IPs, obviously. Uh, yeah, I'm saying next console. They tried ARMS. They tried a few things, like, you know, 1-2-Switch, um, which I'm not sure would be, like, like, a forever IP, but, you know, they were trying things. I think they wait until the next console. It's a bit too late to try something new. Uh, mm, it, it might not be too late, but it would have to, like, release in the next year or so. At the, after that, it'd be, it'd be too late. And then they also ask, also, when do you think the next console will be announced? I'm saying release in 2025, announced in 2024. That's what I'm thinking. I think that's the proper timeline. Now, it could be one year later, like announced in 25, released in 26. I wouldn't mind it if the system is perfect. But if they're making a Switch 2, it should be out by 25. That, that'd be eight years since the Switch released. Then, the man who monks 352 asks, If any classic games from NES slash SNES got a remake like Mario RPG did, what would you want that to be? Um, yeah, there's a lot of good ones. 
I'd probably say, because I'm in need of one of these games, I'd probably say Punch-Out. Either one. Punch-Out for the NES, SNES, whatever you want it to be. I'd say a remake of Punch-Out. I need some sort of brand new Punch-Out game, and that would be perfect. Seriously perfect. Then we have uh, Rex Sadie Toys asking, third time asking, what is your favorite short, podcast episode, and clip you've ever made? Okay, so favorite short, that's a rough one. It's like every time that I make a short, it's my favorite because I put my new editing skills into it. I put everything into it that I've learned, and so it becomes my favorite in that kind of sense. But if I had to pick one, that's so hard. I've made, you know, over a thousand. It's hard to like pick one. I would say I had a lot of fun making uh, the one where I took the personality quiz. It's one of my most popular ones, actually. I, I, I had a lot of fun. If you go to my shorts and then hit most popular, uh, it's the third one. Which Nintendo character am I most like? Where I took okay, Where I took a personality quiz. That was a very, very fun one. Podcast episode. Let me scroll through right now. Podcast episode. The you know this one's been very very fun. I would probably say the ones where I was on vacation and did the podcast. So that was episode. Uh, that that's episode is it forty uh thirty nine, and thirty eight. Those are the two that I did remote, and those were so much fun. I love those ones. And then clip that I've that I've ever made. So I assume on the clips channel. Um, favorite clip. Can I scroll through those two right now? Um, yeah, it's hard to say. For those, I would probably. I'm scrolling through. I'm I'm hitting popular. I'm scrolling. Maybe this one. It's called the Kong Family in 2023, where I pretty much described the state of the the Kong Family. That's a good one. Go and go and watch that one. That one's fun. Blah Dude, where can I purchase my own copy of M. Swizzle's Chill Mix? So, for those confused, I made a short the, the other day where I was watching this legless, or no, 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 it was like a, a legged toad that had like real manly and hairy legs dancing around. I made a short which had that as a joke in the short, and it was on a DVD of mine called M. Swizzle's Chill Mix. So, I, I'm making a deal. I will sell that as real merch if I can get copyright permission from the owner. If not, then I'll have to recreate a very similar video. But if, 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 if I can get, you know, permission to sell that as merch, I would sell DVDs called M. Swizzle's Chill Mix with that Toad video on it. I seriously would. I would. Munch1298YT asks, will there ever be a Mrs. M. Swizzle? Oh, snap. That's a question. Um, not soon. Not soon. Uh, hopefully one day. Uh, I don't want to be lonely forever, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping one day, but right now I'm just too focused. Like, you could have the perfect, uh, yeah, I don't know. Kind of in the feels. You could have the perfect woman come up to me. Let's date. I'd probably land on no. I'm just too focused right now. Uh, I don't want a 
relationship. I don't want one. I don't need one. Uh, I'm good. I have family to hang out with. Uh, I'm just straight right now. Uh, in terms of like, I'm good. You know, um, I am straight though. So yeah, uh, I'm good. Maybe in the future. Not right now though. Then Brody Zade. 1893 asks, what are your thoughts on the switch hacking scene? Yeah, that's a good one. I like modding consoles. I modded the Wii U, the Wii, the 3DS. It's great. Um, switch modding, I wouldn't do it right now. I would not do it right now because you can easily get banned as the service is still online. And if you do get banned, uh, you can't get around that. And you, at that point, cannot play Mario Kart with your friends. You can't play anything with your friends you cannot do anything online so it's like why would you risk that now for your older consoles i mean i'd say go ahead but you know people have modded their switch and obviously you, you won't get banned like right away but if you you know you are consistently risking being banned with having a hacked switch and also i cannot encourage you know piracy or anything so uh i you know certainly don't don't pirate games but in terms of just modding in general, I would do it for nearly every system apart from the Switch. Do it for the Switch, but not right now. Not while it's active. That's what I'd say. Um, but yeah, just no piracy because that is, you know, that's illegal. I can't encourage that. Uh, but yeah, it's all right. Just be careful. Epic Dragon 668. Do you think Nintendo will ever add themes to the Switch or do you think they will wait for another for another console? Um, I don't think that they'll add themes. I think if they were going to, you know, apart from the white and black theme, it would have been years ago. And they're no stranger to adding, you know, basic things years later. But I, I just really think because the demand for it kind of rose in the past few years, they would have put some out, but they haven't. I just think they have that setting just for the white and black theme. And that's it. Nothing else. I don't think they'll do themes for the Switch. I do think that they'll want to make an effort and try for the next console, uh, assuming that it has more power. I think they'd want to try. Levi, what's a game you can play forever without getting sick of it? Um, Animal Crossing. Ah, uh, you know what? That's kind of a lie. I am sort of sick of Animal Crossing New Horizons right now. Can I just say Animal Crossing as a whole? Because, like, when I'm sick of Animal Crossing New Horizons, I go I go play Animal Crossing New Leaf. When I'm sick of that, I go play Animal Crossing City Folk. When, when I'm sick of that, I don't play Wild World. I play GameCube. When I'm sick of that, it's back to New Horizons. Can I say the entire Animal Crossing franchise? Because, like, that's the true answer. There's no, there's no, like, one game that I can play forever without getting sick. There's games that I can play for a while, but not forever, I would say. My answer is, I can't give a definitive one, but my answer is, is, is the Animal Crossing franchise. Then, Joel asks, what series do you think the next console will have for its launch day? Um, that's a good one. I think Mario Kart 9. Because it's been over 10 years, or almost 10 years, sorry, since the last Mario Kart game, Mario Kart 8, was released on the Wii U. And you would certainly have a Mario Kart game in development. And because it's such a big series, um, I just think that's a banging game to have at, to have at launch. 
it would certainly drive in more sales and, and get people more excited. You know, it's a brand new console and Mario Kart 9, like it's a big thing. So I'd say probably Mar Mario Kart 9 is what you do uh, with the launch day of the next system. Then last from YouTube, Toka Lizard. Has Nintendo had a glow up or a glow down going from Wii U plus 3DS to the Switch era? Glow down in terms of a company and glow up in terms of games. Like their games have gotten better, but man, where's the charm? Where's the, you know, Nintendo that does cool things like add themes to the Switch, add personality to the Switch? Mii's are slowly going away. Like in that term, you know. In that effect, they've gone down. But in terms of games, you know, they are doing pretty well. So up and down, but a lot of it's been down, you know. I'd say there's a lot of down. Uh, maybe a slightly more down than there is. Uh, slightly more up than there is down, I'd say. Dashabunga, starting with Discord, Discord questions here. Dashabunga, do you prefer 3D Mario or 2D Mario? Personally, I prefer 3D. Okay, so it's rough because they're very, very different. I'd probably give you, like, just a straight answer. I'd probably give you 3D Mario. I'd probably give you 3D Mario. I love Mario 3D World, Mario Odyssey, those kinds of games, Mario Galaxy. I think those are all great games. And I do have more, I guess, enjoyment with those than I do a game like Mario Bros. U, you know? So, I'd probably say 3D. That's kind of more enjoyable for me. Then, Nerd asks, Why did you start showing your face in shorts? That's a good one. I've never been asked that. Mostly, just so I don't seem like, I guess, this... What do you say? There's, there's many reasons. One, to kind of get my face out there, so that if I make long-form content, you will recognize the face. Two... I show it everywhere else. It's like, at that point, why wouldn't you show it in the shorts? Like, I showed it in my podcast. I showed it on live streams. It's like, why wouldn't you show it in shorts? And also, it kind of makes things a bit fresher. Like, going from my animated content to my new, you know, face content, it's like nice and fresh. It's a new breath of fresh air. Kind of repackaging everything. And it's kind of more enjoyable for me. Because I can actually, you know, hand talk and have facial expressions and not have to just sit here, like, you know, closing my eyes, perfecting the voice, which is cool too. But I like kind of just being on camera. It's kind of fun, you know. So I have many reasons. Those are a few though. FMR Inc. is asking, how much hours on your most played game? So my most played game of all time is Animal Crossing New Horizons on the Switch. And I believe that I have about... 2,250 hours on that game. Somebody who has me friended can double check, but I believe it is right in that range. 2,250. I used to stream that game almost every single day. Played it for hours on end. I am not shocked. And when I, when that game came out, I knew I'd have so many hours on it. It's a fantastic game, though. What can I say? The rumor asks, if you could only have one handheld and one console for the rest of your life, what would they be and why? One handheld, one console. One console would be the Wii U, because it can play almost everything. And the one handheld 
would be a 3DS. And you might think that is one of the worst answers I've ever heard. Well, apart from them both being able to play essentially most of the entire library, like 3DS can play uh, NES, SNES, it can play Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, DS, the Wii U can play N64, GameCube if you mod it, all that. You know, apart from all that, I, one, have nostalgia with the games. Two, the games on Wii U and 3DS were also very, very great. And, and if you think that the Wii U games weren't great, why are half of them, or nearly all of them, on Switch? They're really, really good. They are good. And some are even better on Wii U. Not most of them, but like Pikmin 3 is a bit more interactive on the Wii U. You have something like Nintendo Land, which is not a Switch game. Nintendo Land is not Switch, but more interactive experiences. You have a better Mii Maker. You have just a very charming console, which for me as a casual gamer is something that I like. I like the charm of these consoles because I'm very casual. Casual in the sense of, uh, you know, Tomonachi Life, Animal Crossing, chill, casual gamer. That's what I like a lot. Okay. Mario Gamer. Have you ever raged at any game? Honestly, I'm not the rage type. You know, I don't ever, like, throw controllers. I will say, like, I'll be playing a game, you know, right here. And I'll, you know, I'll throw, like, a little fit. I'll, like, urgh, urgh. But, I mean, it doesn't look like... It doesn't, I don't look like that, by the way. I just, you know, am reenacting. But I do, like, get frustrated. But I've never, like, raged. Like, oh, my gosh, this game sucks. Throw the controller. Throw this one. I've never, I've, never, I've never done that, right? I've never had that happen to me before. So, no, I have not really raged. But um, I do get a bit close. Also, what is the best Mario Kart game? My favorite is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and that's a very, very basic answer. I just think it's the biggest, the baddest, and the best Mario Kart game that, you know, they have to offer right now. Uh, even if you go back to, you know, Mario Kart Wii, that's a lot, that's a lot of people's favorites because of, uh, nostalgia. And also, it's a great game, you know, in general. It's not, it's not all, uh, nostalgia. There's some of that with Mario Kart Double Dash. But it's like, I am looking at the quality here. I'm not looking at nostalgia because I don't have much nostalgia with Mario Kart games. I'm looking at the games. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, not even graphically, just like as a game, all the tracks in it, all the characters, it's just the best one. And obviously it would be because it's the newest one. So, you know, yeah, I'm saying Mario Kart 8, but I do still love Mario Kart Wii. I still do love Mario Kart Double Dash. They're great games, but Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is my answer. CS1640 asks, what's your favorite Pikmin type? Favorite Pikmin type is yellow or blue, but I also really, really like rock and also ice. So you asked me for one Pikmin type, I gave you four. If I had to pick one, it's probably going to be blue. Probably blue. Six more reasons. One, four, three. Asking, what is your favorite Animal Crossing villager and why? My favorite Animal Crossing villager is Fret, who is a green dog. He was... Added with the Animal Crossing New Horizons 2.0 update, although he was a, he was a villager in the GameCube version of Animal Crossing. 
but he has returned. He's my favorite. He is just, if you look at his facial expression, like, dude, there is not a thought in his mind. If you look at that guy, he just sits here like, you know, he's just smiling, arms crossed. He's the coolest little guy. Uh, I shouldn't say little guy. He's a cranky personality type. So he kind of has like old man dialogue. And I just love every small thing about him. I want to get a custom plush of him one day. Like there's sites that'll make custom plushies. I want a custom fret plush. It'd be amazing. And then finally, final question. Simba, Wii U console... 3DS games or Switch games. I assume you mean like 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 pick one, so I can pick the Wii U console. I assume that it has games with it, right? Okay, pick one Wii U console, 3DS games or Switch games. Which one is the best? It's it's, it's rough. I'd probably say a Switch games because even though my favorite game of all time is on 3DS and my favorite console is the Wii U, the Switch games there's so many. And I have Animal Crossing on there. I have great stuff in terms of Switch games. I'd be more than happy to live off of Switch games forever. And that is it for the Mario Matter episode number 47. If you did enjoy, make sure to leave a like and give us a good rating on the way out on Spotify, iTunes, whatever it may be. We really, really do do appreciate it. And it helps us out so, so much. If you even leave a like on YouTube, it helps us get the podcast to every single Nintendo fan ever existed. Like, every single one. I'm just kidding. But, thank you all so much. Shout out to our channel members for monetarily supporting the channel and getting amazing perks like special podcast episodes. I do a special podcast every single week. It's either a podcast or a live stream. We do that. We hang out. And we talk about non-news-related topics, and it's so much fun. If you want to become a member, there's either a join button next to my channel name if you're on PC, or there's a link in the description to make all your problems easier. With that, I love you all. See you all on Mario Matter episode 48. See you then. I love you all. Once again, I'll say it again. I love you all. Adios.